straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is The Spark, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is The Spark. I've always loved educating and sharing best practices with good people. And I I really emphasize that. My company's first principle is doing good things with good people. Because I didn't always follow that. And that's a that wording is very specific because I didn't always do good things with good people. Sometimes I gave tools and techniques. Sometimes I put my back into projects or endeavors or companies that weren't good people. And I made them a lot of money. And sometimes I thought, you know, I need to do this differently. I've got to be involved in something that I really that I really believe in. And so that's what I do now. This is how I contribute. Because I know as we help people become better business owners and leaders and parents and just just human beings, it creates a ripple effect throughout the world. Because I know that if I die today, my best would still be left inside of me. I hadn't shared it all. I mean, I've made this lifetime of learning and I want to share it with people. I love helping people uh, understand time management and goal setting. I mean, time management is like my un- it's like my unusual obsession. Like talk time management to me. I'm all about it. I read books about this um, for pleasure. Some people like rom-com. I love helping people realize their potential and break through their limiting beliefs because there are many, myself included. We've got many of both. We're all we're all just a work in progress. And and though, yeah, I, I've come from a business background, but really, this podcast is an upgrade for anyone looking to build a better life, a, a better you, and contribute more to your corner of the world. If your goal isn't to run a $100 million organization, you still belong. If your goal is to be a stay-at-home mom and write a memoir, great. That's one of my favorite people to work with. You still belong. Let's just get better together. So if I'm going to talk about who this podcast is for, I should probably talk about who this podcast isn't for. And I don't mean to alienate anyone. I mean to help us identify each other, you know, like be able to spot a friendly in the crowd, like give a head nod, like, hey, yeah, I'm on your team, man. So people, people that want to live life in neutral, they're going to struggle because I believe happiness in life is about progress and contribution. So if someone wants to stay the same, left alone in their living rooms with their their TVs and their smartphones and their scroll, okay, that's cool. Like you do you. It's time for you to swipe left. But for those of you who swiped right, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm not going to let you stay the same. I want you to step forward. I want to be the spark that lights you on fire. Fire. I want you pushing and reaching. I want you to stand up. I want you to run. Run to your goal. Run to the better life. Practice gratitude. That's awesome. Love your life. But that same life that you're living today won't be good enough for you next year. You need to keep outgrowing yourself. So let me ask you, listener, why'd you tune into this podcast? Was it inspiration? Tools? Success habits? Energy? Mind shift? like your life 2.0? And I ask because there's a reason you landed here. There's a reason you are listening. And I think you're going to find what you're looking for. We're going on a journey together. And this is going to be awesome. 
I'm April Garcia, a business advisor, performance coach, serial entrepreneur, traveler, mama, wife, and just about everything in between. I've made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I only advise great executives and ambitious entrepreneurs on growing their business, having the right mindset, and contributing more to their world. How to celebrate your success and punch negativity in the face. I'm going to give you two really powerful tools to deal with both celebrating your successes and punching that negativity in the face. All right, lovely listeners, I'm going to call us out. What do us high achievers, us us hustlers, what do we do when we get near a goal? We immediately move the goalpost out farther, don't we? I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done the same thing. But what does that mean for us? What are we at risk of? Rarely or even never celebrating our successes, never sitting back and going, dang it, I did it. I set this goal and I nailed it. You got to celebrate your success, celebrate yourself just as though you'd celebrate a friend's success. I'm talking hollering and jumping around an unadulterated childlike joy for achievement, like how a kid goes freaking nuts over an ice cream cone or my kids lose their mind when they get to have a Slurpee, like a 80 cents Slurpee. That's what they lose their mind over. We should be Slurpee happy over our achievements because it keeps us focused. It keeps us pushing and it keeps us grateful. Dear listener sitting in your car, the train, walking down a city street, wherever you are, wherever you consume your information, stand up and take notice of your awesomeness. Take note that some of the stuff that you've already done, stuff that's in your rearview mirror is on someone else's bucket list. What's in your rearview mirror? Oh, yeah, I I did that last year. No biggie. That's on someone else's vision board. It was discussed as like, oh, someday I'd like to do that with one of my clients this morning. So stop. Breathe it in what it really feels like to achieve that goal, to stand at that summit and admire your hard work, the people that helped you get there. And, And yes, look at that next summit. But sit in that moment for a little longer. Celebrate those successes, people. You aren't self-centered for doing it. You're just fueling up your energy for the next summit. And I I try to pull this out of clients all the time. I'm like, well, what did you do to celebrate? Well, you know, oh, well, I'm going to do this next. I'm going to that. Or or they have the post-peak depression, which absolutely happens too. There's one gal that um, she, uh, she, climbed a mountain. She was very excited for it. Her and her husband prepared, 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 and then she did it. And then she had this lull afterwards. I'm like, oh yeah, that happens after you summit. So it, it happens to everybody. And she felt better when she understood that this was very common. But I really encouraged her, let's focus on your achievement right now and fuel up that victory. Make that victory so sweet and fuel it up. And the problem is, guys, is sometimes we feel like we feel like we're being self-centered by appreciating that, by standing on the standing on the foundation of our achievement and really taking it in. We're like, oh, well, I'm blowing my own horn. Oh, I'm getting big for my britches. No, no, you're not. Like if you're out there hustling and trying to create this amazing life and these amazing achievements, like appreciate that. I I I work with one client who wrote a book and now he's on to the second book. And and it's funny because when we were trying to give him accolades for writing the first book, he's like, oh my my second book is is behind, you know, the deadlines and I was supposed to get this to my editor and da 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 and he told me all the ways that he was failing. 
And so I flip the script on people and I say, tell me all the ways you're succeeding and we'll get into that more. But I do this a lot with clients, like when they get on kind of the this this negative train of thought where they're they're going about, well, I didn't do this and I should have done that and I this and I this and um I let them go on for a little bit and let them kind of air that out. But then I stop them. I, I can remember one client in particular. He was telling me all the ways that he was. He didn't he didn't call it this initially, but that he was struggling with imposter syndrome. And this is and this is a brilliant man. So brilliant. I mean, this guy does so many different things and he's so um he's so creative, but creativity meets genius and analytical and but he he struggles with imposter syndrome and he told me these these multiple ways in which he was not as good as his colleagues of people sort of in the same organizational level as he was. And after he said a few of them, I said, okay, I've heard you out and I hear that this is a pain point for you. But let me ask you this. I said, tell me three ways that you're better than your colleagues. And he was silent for quite some time because that's not what we're used to doing. Most of us, we're used to comparing, the compare game, which, which nobody wins in the compare game, by the way. But we're used to comparing our our backstory to someone else's highlight reel, right? Oh, well, they just won this award. Oh, they're doing really good in sales. Oh, look at where their numbers are now. Oh, they can turn out these projects faster than I can. And so we're seeing their highlight reel. We don't know what's happening at home. We don't know that they're not late on their bills or their struggles or what their sacrificing is. Comparison is the thief of joy. I, that was said, has been said many times, and I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that. Because we don't usually compare to make ourselves feel better. Oftentimes we use comparison as a, as a knife to cut us so deep. And so when I asked him, tell me, what are three ways that you're better with your colleagues? And he struggled, but he eventually told me one and it's a video chat so I can see him, right? He tells me one and he kind of sits up a little bit more and he tells me a second one is he's kind of kind of getting into into the right posture and his head's held a little bit higher and he tells me the third and I said can you give me two more and he gives me a couple more and you can see the shift starting to occur to him but then he kind of feels guilty about it well they're good too of course they're good of course they're good and we don't want to use it with the intention of bringing someone else down we want to highlight what you are also good at because if we're not careful that negative self-talk we don't celebrate our successes and we pair that oh my gosh it's like this lethal pair it's like the axis of evil coming together where we've got this this um, not celebrating our successes, not acknowledging our successes, coupled with with negative talk and uh, it will decimate anyone. It'll bring anybody down. So, you know, this was just a tool that I've used that it's very effective. So if you get into this mindset about how someone's better than you, someone's better than you, think about some way that you're really good at. What are you really good at? And it just flips the script. It just, all it does is interrupt that train of thought because we do have these scripts constantly running in the background. And we'll talk a lot more about that of just this kind of our pre-programming and what we can do about it because guys, you can change it. You can change your programming. We we are absolutely programmed and we are absolutely in control of how we pre-program if we know it, if we acknowledge it, and if we take steps to change it. So that's that's one of the things I want to share. And while we're talking about celebrating our successes, we can also use our successes to punch negativity in the face. What I'm going to share now is a super powerful tool. I use this with my clients, my own team. I still use it myself. I call it the add a girl or add a boy folder. It's your list of achievements accomplishments, stuff that you are proud of. Nobody else needs to be proud of. It doesn't need to be noteworthy to anybody else. It just has to resonate with you. Not necessarily your degree or, you know, your Pulitzer Prize, which would be super amazing. 
It doesn't have to be that noteworthy. It just has to resonate with you. It has to mean significance. Maybe it's something um, that tugs at your heartstrings, or maybe it's focused on a skill set that you undervalue in yourself. Because oftentimes, the things that we're naturally very, very good at, where our where our genius zone overlaps, and we should be leaning into we take for granted because we don't have to work for them. Why is this important? Because for every negative thing that's said to us, we need five positive things to outweigh the effects of that one negative. Yep, this has been tested and the magic ratio is literally one to five. Regardless if we're talking about in our marriage, our work, we're talking to our kids, every good manager knows this. If you're going to critique an employee, which is important, it's necessary for them to improve, we have to critique them, we have to give them feedback, right? But you should sandwich it between at least two sincere positives, though more ideal, the magic number would be five. But we need to do this to relatively balance out the criticism or all they will hear, all they will feel is the stick, the stick, the stick. But the carrot's a better motivator, isn't it? But here's where this gets interesting. Are we doing this with ourselves? Are we balancing out the good with the bad? What are we really up to inside of our noggins? Most of us are constantly running, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, scripts. I call them scripts inside of our head, just like a computer. It's a near constant stream, sometimes audio, sometimes visual, of our gaps, of our failures. We are reminding ourselves of the time we screwed up that project, that time we broke up that relationship, that we, that we were too harsh on our kids, that boss who said we didn't have what it takes, that critical parent that we could never please. It takes numerous forms, but the results are the same. We focus on what we can't do, shouldn't have done, haven't done well, far more than what we did right where we knocked it out of the freaking park, over-delivered in our business, connected with our partners or our kids, changed their day around, changed people's lives around. That's what we've got to focus on. So what do we do about it? Here is an amazing solution, the add a folder. For my team, I actually have them create a folder in their inbox called the add a girl or add a boy folder. And here they need to save all the positive feedback they receive, big or small, either from a client internally from me. It doesn't matter who or how grand, as long as it's significant to them. For clients I work with, I have them create a folder on their phone and screenshot things. Texts from their kiddos when they're saying something positive, a text from a customer thanking them for their hard work, and a message from a loved one, a screenshot from their My Fitness Pal when they lost that 20 pounds. Whatever, whatever strikes a chord with them. Sure, it can, it can feel silly at first, and when you are on top of the world, you may think you don't need these. But there will come a time when you do. Everyone, and I mean everyone, from the CEO to the yogi to the stay-at-home parent, we have low moments, even days, sometimes weeks. It's easy to fall into a funk, especially on the heels of a setback, a failure. But we have to fail forward. What will separate us is not our amount of failures, but rather how long we let our failures keep us down shape us. What will differentiate us is not if we get knocked to the floor, because we will, but rather how fast we stand back up, how many times we can stand back up. So these folders, they're gold. They are your private treasure chest to pull from in times of need for a bump, for a little energy boost. Years ago, when I was in sales, if I wasn't able to close a client and I felt a dip in my enthusiasm or started to let doubt creep in, I would tap into this goodie bag, like this this treasure chest that I had of Adagrol. 
and I'd lift myself out of my self-imposed funk. That's when I first learned this hack, and it allowed me to have a constant source to help me bounce back. And then I started to learn that peak performers do this. They have various techniques on it, but it's the same thing. I'm reminded of Winston Churchill saying, success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Notice there wasn't an absence of failure. There was just ridiculous amounts of enthusiasm. So what I've shared with you today, guys, is just two tools, two hacks to help keep our heads in the right place, celebrating our successes. And what happens where where focus goes, energy flows, right? I mean, we've heard that before. Where we're looking, that's where we're going to head. So be cognizant, guys. Be very, very aware of where we're focusing because we're just going to bring more of that into our lives. And if we focus on our successes and we focus on what we're good at, I'm not saying don't take criticism. Criticism is key to getting better. Good constructive criticism is key for us getting better. Listen to it and go, okay, action on it. Can I, what can I do about this? What can I change? How can I get better? And then move on. Take the emotion out of that and get better. But when we focus on the things that we're successful at, we focus on our successes, we just breed more successes. But when you focus on your failures, do you want to go out and do something great? No, you don't. You want to like sit at home and and watch Netflix and eat like a tub of ice cream. Like that's cool, but that's not your best self. That's not your best self. That's not the best way for you to show up in the world. So what should you do after listening to this podcast? How about sit down right now Don't leave the side of inspiration without taking action. So grab your phone and create a folder called Attaboy, Girl, whatever appeals to you, and start moving those text, those screenshots over right now. And if you're in the office, create a folder in your inbox or on your PC. Start this practice right away. And lastly, celebrate your success. Jump up and down about that thing you did, even if it's years ago. Feel that joy like it was today your spouse sends you a sweet message. I really love the way you do this. Screenshot it, move it into that folder. You get a client message. I really like what you did. Screenshot it, move it in. Because guys, we have that script running of that negative stuff, all of our gaps. That's not what we need to focus on. But that's where the brain naturally goes unless we train it otherwise. And you guys can. You absolutely can. We're living our lives by design. Life is happening for us, not to us. We just have to be aware of it. Is it work? Yeah, it's work, but you're worth it. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, leave a review, subscribe, and help us all get connected. Hit me up on Instagram at aprilgarcia underscore the spark, or check me out at thesparknow.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.